Another day, another wedding for Elizabeth Taylor. An MSNBC reporter is interrupted by a child. No, an actual child, not a senator. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Saturday, October 10th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's National Cake Decorating Day. It's a great day to decorate a cake because, you know, what else are you going to do? You're in shelter in place. You've run out of everything else. So decorate a cake today. It's also National Hug a Drummer Day, which I didn't really do much research on that, but I'm pretty sure... It was created by a drummer. Guess he was tired of being drum solo. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Uh, also on this day, it is World Hospice and Palliative Care Day. I want to tell you, just to kind of get it on the personal side here, um, you know, my, my dad uh, was in hospice and uh, we were very impressed by the help and uh, we needed it, you know, the, the, both the physical and the mental help that hospice provided. So if you hear the words hospice, don't be afraid of it. Uh, definitely step in there and use it. It is a, a great thing. And I thank all of the hospice providers out there. Uh, you know, the emotional support that they give you is fantastic. They're checking in on you all the time. And uh, I'm talking about that because it's also World Mental Health Day. And, uh, you know, it's something that we should all think about. Uh, a poll conducted in mid-July uh, said 53% of adults said that coronavirus has negatively affected their mental health uh, due to the stress and worry about coronavirus. You know, people are losing their jobs. People are not having the steady income. They're stuck in their house. There's the uncertainty, uh, the election craziness. All this stuff going on adds up. And, uh, you know, there's great resources out there online. I will mention my wife has actually started a company called Heart in Mind. Uh, she started it uh, with her friend Meredith. And essentially, it's about creating connections through artistic expression and transforming family relationships. You can check it out at heartinmind.net. Okay, she was going to come on the show, but she really doesn't like to do these things. So, all right, we, we've got a lot to uh, talk about on today's program. Uh, yeah, so Elizabeth Taylor, she got married today. Wait, didn't I just say that the other day? No, it's not a rerun. She got married for the sixth time today. And I'm going to tell you about that marriage right after this. The world's first nuclear accident, which happened to be Britain's worst ever nuclear accident, happened on this day in 1957. The story goes that Britain wanted to have its own atomic bomb. Well, after the end of World War II, they assumed that the U.S. would share their nuclear technology with them. See, the British had sent scientists to the States to help the project along, but it was no dice. So the British had to go at this on their own. Now, I assume that they had some tea and perhaps some crumpets and then decided to start an atomic bomb committee. 
The goal was to build 200 bombs. Man, that must have been some really strong tea. Yeah, to to do this, they needed plutonium. And as Doc Brown said in the 50s, you don't just walk into a corner store and buy plutonium. The British had to build their own reactor. So they built a pair of air-cooled reactors. Uh, They looked like giant chimneys, and they called them piles, the big chimney stacks there. Well, by 1950... Pile 1 was operational. 1951, the second one kicked on. The lifespan was supposed to be five years, but they just went on and on until 1957. They were turned off on this day. Let me tell you what happened. In one of the piles, the, the temperature was rising. They tried to bring down the temperature, but it didn't work. Piles were cooled by fans, so they tried speeding the fans up, but... What they didn't know was there was a fire and the fans just fanned the flames and they eventually shut down the fans. Uh, The fire lasted three days and radioactive material spread across the UK and Europe. So the news tried to cover this up. They didn't want people to know the seriousness of this incident. In fact, citizens were not even evacuated. All right, moving now to 1975. Liz Taylor's sixth marriage. Yeah, I I talked about Elizabeth Taylor's eighth marriage to her seventh husband the other day. Uh, It was her sixth marriage on her fifth husband today. Oh, man, this is confusing. Okay, let me tell you a little backstory here. So uh, Richard Burton and Elizabeth were in a movie together called Cleopatra. That was back in 1962. This was a big budget film that they were both in. They're both huge stars at the time. And they were both also married to other people. That didn't stop them, of course, from having an affair with each other. Okay, let me go even further back on the story here. Elizabeth was married to Eddie Fisher. Okay, so you know the name Eddie Fisher, right? As in Carrie Fisher's dad, you know, Princess Leia? Yeah. Okay, Eddie was married to Elizabeth's best friend, Debbie Reynolds. Oh, yeah, that's not cool, because having an affair with your best friend's husband, seriously? Yeah. Everybody called her a homewrecker. Eddie and Elizabeth eventually married in 1959. Here's the thing, though. If you watched an episode of Jerry Springer ever, any episode of Jerry Springer, you know is that if a person is having an affair with you, they're going to eventually have an affair on you. Yeah, they're going to cheat on you just like you cheated with them on the other person. You know what I mean. Elizabeth and Eddie divorced because of the affairs that she was having with Richard Burton. Ten days after the divorce was final, Richard Burton and Elizabeth married for the first time. Okay, so the media called them Liz and Dick. Uh, Never understood why people named Richard get the name Dick. I just don't understand it. Anyway, uh, they lived a jet-setting lifestyle, spending millions, and doing so made them uh, the center of the media attention. And that media attention, never good for a couple. It was like the more personal the story, the bigger the story. So they got a divorce in June of 1974 because of all that pressure. Well, October 10th, they got married again. Yeah, on this day of 1974, Liz and Dick married again. However, it wouldn't last very long. Uh, They were divorced by July of 1976. By December of that year, she was married again. 
yeah, uh, let's look at the wedding scoreboard for this story. Uh, Liz Taylor at eight weddings with seven different people. Richard Burton, five weddings with four different people. Eddie Fisher, five weddings. And Debbie Reynolds, three weddings. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot of wedding cake right there. All right, uh, let's move to a story from last year. While in a studio at MSNBC, a reporter was doing a news story, a very serious news story, about airstrikes in Turkey. And since she brought her kids to work, she was interrupted by her four-year-old son who just came right into the live shot right there in the studio. This made its rounds on social media back then because of the interruption, (laughs) because the world has changed so much. We would probably be more shocked to see a reporter in a studio than a reporter's kid on camera. (laughs) All right, let's take a look at today's birthdays. In 1954, David Lee Roth was born. He turns 66. Tanya Tucker is 62. California Governor Gavin Newsom is 50. Mario Lopez is 47 and Amy T. Garden is 31. That's your look at October 10th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, we've got some exciting news for the podcast. You can now use Alexa to listen to our podcast. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry if I just set off your uh, device. But you know what? You can hear me on Alexa every day. Dang it, I did it again. I'm sorry. But the bottom line is I can be part of your flash briefing. So go and add our Alexa skill called Learn About Today to your flash briefing and listen to our podcast every morning automatically on your you know device there that I won't say the name of.